Good evening, Merv Rabbi Continuing along now in Perak Shlishi of Cheshben HaNefesh, we are up to the 11th Cheshben. Ho'achad Asar, number 11. And what is this 11th Cheshben HaNefesh that Cheves Avavis presents to us? It's a Cheshben HaOdem HaNefeshoi. It's the contemplation that a person should have with himself what has transpired in his days, not generally the last 20 years, but even on a daily basis, as he'll say, but what has transpired through his days, through his life. And this is a term we use often. Woe is to me from my Creator if I don't do what I'm supposed to, and if He entices me to do what He wants me to do. So there's always this balance that we're either an Evet Hashem and we're serving Hashem properly, well, the other choice is we're an Evet Yetzirah and we're doing what He wants us to do, something that we'll find at that moment more pleasurable or uh, just we're too lazy to get up and do what we have to do. So this is sort of a uh, the colloquial type of cheshben anefesh. Let's look back and let's uh, reflect on the day. What did I do today? Was it a good day today or not? Did I give in to my Yetzirah more often than I defeated him or not? Did I put in a lot into Avedis Hashem or not? And we do that on a regular basis every day. Some make a cheshben anefesh before they go to sleep each night. Certainly great tzaddikim did that. Some do it every, at the end of the week. The Chofetz Chaim writes to do that. Some do it at the end of the month. That's because Rish Chodesh is a time of tshuva. And many do it at the end of the year. Many do it when Yom Kippur comes. That's what we say Yom Kippur, as we'll say in a few days. This week, uh, Thursday is Yom Kippur, Be'ez Hashem. And we say it's, Yom Kippur is a Ketz Vosoyf for Mechila. It's the end for Mechila. It's the end for what? What's it the end of? So the Sefer HaKinuch writes that if we take the entire year, so it's still considered that one has done Tshuva in its proper time. Tshuva Bizman, if one does it by Yom Kippur. Once Yom Kippur passes and it rolls over to next, next year, you could still do Tshuva. But it's not considered tshuva bizman, and the comparison that the shalach gives is like a mila. You're supposed to circumcise the child on day number eight. Now, even if you neglect and you don't do the bris meal on day number eight, there's still continuously a mitzvah to do it. If you do it on day fourteen or day twenty-five, it's still a mitzvah of, of mila, but it's not a mila bizmana. It's a mila shaloi bizmana. Uh, one difference is that you wouldn't be able to do that bris milah on Shabbos or Yom Dif. It's not if it's not on the proper time of the eighth day. So the same thing is with tshuva. Tshuva, there's a right time to do tshuva. Really, the mitzvah of tshuva, we mentioned this in the past, is as soon as a person does an aveir and he catches himself, what did I just do? He should do tshuva immediately. But here we see the great chesed of Hashem that Yom Kippur is sort of that is the end game of the year. That's the end time. That's why the Rabbi Yonah writes, 
learned that the, uh, we have a special mitzvah day raisa to do tshuva on Yom Kippur. Because that's the last time we can do tshuva for this year, for the Averis that were committed in this year. So it's a special, significant time, that of Yom Kippur. A person still can do tshuva, and after that, till his dying day, he can do tshuva. But it's not considered bizman. So there are different times when a person should make a cheshman and nefesh. Am I working for Hashem? Am I working for my Yetzirah? And as the Chavis HaVavaz likes to do, he gives us a marshal. Let's take a marshal. Let's say there would be a king who would dispense a certain amount of money to a person. And he gave certain conditions what the money has to be used for. And he warns the person, don't use them for other things. In other words, we could have said this uh, this marshal a person himself. Every person has an accounting, he has money. He wants to know, certainly a person who has a uh, a store, and he has expenses, and he has income, he has an Excel sheet to make sure he does it right. So certainly he's always making sure to balance his books. If he can't do it himself, he makes sure to hire someone who could do that. That's just sensible. So it's interesting why he didn't give that marshal of a person just having... Uh, his own accounting in his own bank account or his own store. So the truth is, that wouldn't be such an apt marshal. Because if the person decides, eh, I'll be careless about it. I think I'm doing pretty well. He may do that. And it may come to bite him at the end or not. But this is a different marshal. This is that money was given to a person by the king who has the ability to reward the person if he does it right punish the person if he does it wrong. And the king delineates certain conditions to how this money should be used. And basically, the, the money must be used only for the purposes of the king. And he may not use it for something else. I'm not told me you may not just gamble it away. But you may not use it for things that are going to be going against the king. That is the, that's the, uh, those are the conditions. Preconditions to the usage of this money. And the king informed him. At the end of the year, there's going to be an accounting. He's going to take out all the expenses, and there's a whole list. Every time an expense is used with this money, an email goes to the king's bookkeeper, and he has a whole list. Let's see, what did he spend it on? Hmm. He spent it in a non-kosher restaurant. I don't think that was for the benefit of the king. Ah, he spent it to do this uh, thing wrong. I don't think that was for the benefit of the king. And there's going to be, at the end, interesting, at the end of the year, just like we have it, at the end of each year, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, there's an accounting, was it all used properly? Quite serious. The king says, I'm not going to pardon anything. I'm not going to overlook anything. So if that was the case, if that's what if if this was a, a real marshal, would it not be proper to be careful? If I know at the end of the year there's going to be an accounting, a reckoning with all the expenses and all the money used from the king, is it not prudent on my part? At least every month of the year, let me see, am I doing well or not? 
Lodas Mashallah min Amin Amaman. What has been has been this paid for and spent with this money? Uvamahitziya, what did I use it for? Vienizar Bishara Mamit. So here Khamazov is telling us a very important point. And he knows, as we have learned in Sharat Shuva, that we're not perfect. And even in this marshal, there's no way that a person is only going to use the money only for the sake of the king and for all of the appropriate purchases and usages. It's almost impossible. However, if you would make a cheshben every month, they say, you know, this month was pretty bad. I used a lot of the money for my own my own interests, my own indulgences. You know, I better do better next month. Because if I'm trying at least to do better next month, the king will say, hmm, I see in the month of February, <laughs> you used a lot of the money not for the verses of the king. Oh, but in March, I see then you were quite careful about it. So the king sees the person is doing tshuva. That's really what it's all about. Because now be in Nizabishara Mamain. He'll be careful with the remaining money. Or the remaining time that he has. Before all of a sudden it creeps up on him. And it's time to give the cheshben. He gets a day of reckoning. It may be too late to say, Oh, one second. I need a little bit more time. At that point it's too late. Chavetz Chaim has a nice explanation of the the statement we've been saying since Rosh Hashanah, we say it every day through Yom Kippur, remember us Hashem for life. You're a king who desires to give us life. And inscribe us in the book of life. For your sake. Now, why do we have to say for your sake? We already just said that Hashem desires to give us life. gives a marshal. There's a person similar to this marshal, but a little bit different. Person buys things, merchandise from a wholesaler, and takes the merchandise on credit. And when he sells it, he comes back and then he pays for the past merchandise, and then he takes new merchandise. Well, one month he comes and says, Listen, I don't have any money to pay you for uh, last month, but can I have the next installment? So the wholesaler says, <laughs> Sorry. You don't pay for last month, I don't extend more credit for this month. So the fellow thinks, he says, you know, I'll tell you the truth. It's really in your best interest to extend another month of merchandise credit for me. Because if you don't give me anything else, I don't have anything else to make money for. There's no way I'm going to pay you back for what I did. But at least you extend me a little bit more, so then maybe I'll try to sell it a better profit. profit then at least I'll be, have be able to start my payment plan to you. So it's for your sake, for your benefit, that you extend it to me. So we tell our we know we have a whole cheshben over here. We have a lot to pay back. Okay? And and uh, really, I, I may not deserve to have another year, but Laman in Yiddish is beautiful. It's worth it for you, Hashem. It's Leintzach. It's worth it for you to give me an extension. Why? At least then I'll be able to take, give all the back pay that I owe. So this is also the cheshben over here that even if a person has has misused the money, but he says, okay, I misused it then. Let me get back on my game. Let me do it properly now. 
So if a person would make this cheshben constantly, he's suggesting at the end of every, at the end of every month, then a person will know that this is there's an accounting and he'll do it properly. But when imagine a person never made an accounting, all of a sudden it comes up on him. Okay, we're checking the books. One second, I don't have them in order, so we shouldn't get caught like that. And based on this comparison, this is just a marshal. But let's use it practically when we deal with ourselves, with our own nefesh. If it's possible to do a cheshben every day, that will be tremendous. Would we be able to do every day? Certainly would be the best. But let's say we ignored some of the time. We ignored it. We didn't do an accounting and everything that we've been doing. Not in terms of our money, but in terms of our whole being. In terms of all of our abilities. Are we using them for HaKadosh Baruch Hu or not? We said over a mush on Rosh Hashanah, something based on a Gemara Menachis. Maybe tomorrow night we'll mention it. But the im his salam to me Let's say a person ignored it. He didn't pay attention. Is he using all of his time properly? Is he working for the king? Person ignored it. But however, but at least take what's left. And here again, we'll use the Chofetz Chaim because Chofetz Chaim's imagination was incredible. The, the various Mishalom that he used to use, the parables that he used to create to explain Divrei Chazal or different concepts in Yiddishkeit were amazing. And he uses the Mishal, he says, there's a uh, there's an Alta Yidin there. There's an old lady and she has her apple cart. And she's selling apples. No, some some thief comes over and he knocks the apple cart off when he starts taking apples. So the lady says, ay, ay, ay. She's trying to shry, trying to scream. What's going to be with my apples? <coughs> the guy's grabbing all my apples. A wise man comes over and says, lady, listen, he's grabbing it. You might as well grab what you can at least. Don't just sit there and cry. Grab what you can and put it back into your cart. So the Chofetz Chaim uses this mushal for for Shmoneh So someone goes through three quarters of Shmoneh hasn't paid attention. Now all of a sudden he's up to Maidim. He's up to Sim Shalim. He says, ah, oh, where was I? Wow, I was totally thinking about something out of Shmoneh All right, maybe I'll do better next time. He gets there, got the whole thing. No, forget, grab something for yourself. Grab a couple of apples for yourself. Get the last brock in. That's what he's saying over here. Even if we messed up, we haven't really made a good cheshben. But whatever's left, grab that for ourselves. We should have that at least. Good. So we'll hold it over here. Mitzvah Shem continue tomorrow night. Good tonight.